here's another episode of the down by two podcast brought to you by crier media visit crier.co for all things db2 and sports related content and by yup beer now with their brand new uh pilsner make sure you check them out mm. at, yeah that's right check them out at yupbeer.com and at a beer store near you uh to find out uh all about their new pilsner which is absolutely crushable uh I'll take a little swig of it myself right now. Glad, glad, glad. Nice. I haven't tried that one yet. Tastes like a pills. Tastes like a pills, baby. Uh, what's going on? It's your host, Josh Elijah. Uh, been, been a goddamn minute. Been a minute. It's uh, It's been, I think, three. We took three weeks off. We thought we were going to take one off from the... Uh, uh from the show for the for the uh, bachelor party but uh turned out to be three a three-week hangover um and and obviously to my left over here uh jesse mckay aka birdman (laughs) what's going on buddy how you doing i'm good bro uh why don't you you tell everyone what you were uh what you were just up to (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm running, uh, running a little bit behind here. I just went to go see Shania. Um, Shania who? Yeah. Shania Twain, Miss Twain, uh... Mrs. Twain. So what's it like, <laughs> Mrs. Twain? Uh, yeah, no. If... Some people might not know who just Shania Miss... is. Shania? Could be like no, the neighbor. No. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. Well, she basically is uh, for one night only. Uh, yeah, just uh, <laughs> snuck out to my backyard and went and checked, uh, checked out a show. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, you know what? Before we before we get into it, I, I think we gotta I think we gotta bring our homie on. Uh, this guy is uh, he's a dear friend of ours and a regular and a favorite of the podcast. Uh, give it up for the one, the only Master Aldworth, uh, Mister Brad. Aldworth. Everyone, Brad, how you doing, buddy? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> what's going what's on? What's going on? Thanks Yo. for the intro. That's nice. Yeah. Yo, uh, my boys. I I'm sorry. I uh, I took my dog for a walk. Okay, stopped off at a, a little local brewery for uh, for a pint. Um, met up with a couple friends. I uh, was gonna make it back over here for the show, um, but I got a little sidetracked. I ended up buying some Shania Twain tickets. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, let's go, yeah, girls. Uh, uh, I don't blame you. That's I'd, I'd hop on the sh- on the uh, Twain train as well. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't pass up that opportunity. You don't miss that train, you know. No, yeah. you don't miss the Twain train. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Amanda's still there right now. Um, so we might get a drunk. Oh, we have a missed call from her actually. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see what's going on. Hold on. It's let's just the concert. She, let's see if she picks up. Yeah, no, she's still there. Hold on. <laughs> I can't believe you left. To be completely honest, I, I'm honored. I mean, I did want to. Should have just done the show from the stall. <laughs> oh my god. god! Oh, Amanda, her tits are definitely out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my God! This is this is it. This is the song. Best thing about being oh, alive. Whoa! Oh, shit! Should God. I go back? I wonder no if I can way. still get. <laughs> oh my God. Love you, Mandy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was just at. Um, and, and here we are, down by two podcasts. Uh, 
Dude, it's just like that's that's the best stuff, man. When you just have something spontaneous that happens like that, uh, uh, you just kind of uh, just end up uh, trying to figure out who uh, boot, who your boots have been uh, or what bed they've been under. Or I, I don't even know the fucking lyrics anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whose boots have your bed been under? Yeah, that, there I was wondering there. where that was a going. Solid Joe Biden moment. <laughs> <laughs> just mumbling Joe, sleepy <laughs> Joe over here. Sleepy yeah. Jish. Oh man. Yeah, no. We shouldn't even uh <laughs> we should have postponed this. But anyways, here we are. Uh it's uh it's it's great to see you boys. It's great to see you. Um it's 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 been a minute. It's been actually three weeks um since I've seen you in the flesh. Um uh for those of you catching up, we've uh, we made it back alive barely from uh from Poons, from the old Punta Cana. Um yeah, that was uh that was quite a time. That was quite a time. Um, there was definitely some liabilities. There was uh, a lot, a lot of highs, um, and then some more highs to to follow that as well. Um, yeah, it was great. It was. Uh, thank you, boys. That was that was a lot of fun. Shout out to Jesse as well for organizing everything as well. Um, yeah, that was uh, yeah, the old the old juice man. Um, yeah, dude, great time. That was oh, honestly. I was met like one of the, one of the things I still have nightmares about is the immediate panic I was met with when my shorts started dissolving in the ocean. And I looked around and I just saw yeah. kids everywhere. Like that was, <laughs> it had me shook dog. Like it was, I didn't even know that dissolvable shorts were a thing and, uh, and, and they were, and they, they worked fast and effectively. Um, oh, man. Yeah. That company gets five star rating for, yeah. The product it, it worked perfectly oh my goodness yeah it it, it uh <laughs> it's like you know what <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget the split and you just going into the water being like i can't get on this list in two countries yeah <laughs> oh, oh my man. god yeah and then and then everyone's just trying to throw me the football but like giving me high tosses so i have to jump above <laughs> water so my little weenies out there for everyone to Free see willy yeah <laughs> My, my willy was so free yeah. oh man it was that was that was nuts and like the dads the looks i was getting from the dads with their kids it was just like it was not good um and like yo nobody actually brought me a backup pair of shorts that was yeah. the no uh, that, that was, was just like nobody thought of like, this and i think that's what led to the initial sunburn that really like torched me for the rest of the weekend uh, it's just you would not <laughs> but, reapplying the uh, the suntan lotion, but uh, you being stranded out in the ocean. Oh man, yeah, there was uh, man, a couple liabilities, man. Shout out to our to our to our boy Ryan Versalotto, V Man four twenty sixty nine, blowing a couple tires across the resort. Oh man, Dude, it was <laughs> looks like like an F one Dominican came through <laughs> and uh, driving this driving the uh the cart pass of the bahia principe like oh man i guess to give it context we had a friend whose shoes were who that he bought at value village might as well have been made of f1 tires and he was just blowing tires off right they were disintegrating well they melted they melted so he told me they were like fine italian leather or something but i think he was just wasted <laughs> definitely. I think, I, oh yeah you could i think someone uh, fleeced him i think he got yeah. he got that at a flea market and he got fleeced that was uh <laughs> yeah that's what they told him they're like no it's the best italian leather yeah oh, the yeah. finest of italian leather yeah. and uh it, they literally they last like 30 
well, we lost him so many times, but it was so easy to track him down because he just had skid marks across the entire <laughs> resort. Yeah. Like, it was just like, oh, there's yes. where he did a cartwheel and tumbled into a bush. And, like, <laughs> yeah, you see little pieces of the shoe, like, in the bush. And you're like, yep, he landed there. <laughs> yeah. if you're, like, one of those, uh, like, trackers back in, like, the 1600s. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> looking for yeah. where the lost. The, oh, my It's so goodness. funny. Dude, yeah. And, uh, that was, um, you know, definitely definitely a, a highlight to it. Um, that and, and the Spaghetti Yeti. That, for me, was... Uh, um i mean like I, I i feel like i was all over the place as well but i needed to redeem myself and i heard the boys were hungry at the pool bar so i i needed to I well, needed they didn't to serve food so they didn't serve food and i heard them like man i really wish this place served spaghetti so i went to the buffet and filled up my yeti that was bedazzled from my lovely fiance and uh, uh I, I grabbed a couple plates of it and i'm like i need to get this back to the boys um, but instead of just walking out like a waiter with a bunch of plates on my arms, I decided to hand bomb it into my Yeti and uh, bring it back for some poolside service. And like, dude, when people when some of the boys were slurping it out of the Yeti through the straw <laughs> and you just see the noodles flying out like oh, that was priceless. It was priceless. Man, that shit um, stayed hot, too. It was, it was great. Great it experience. Hot. Stain the shit out of the canister like too. Forty but. degrees out. Yeah. The the joke that kept giving was when uh when it ended up in in Juice's bag and he had to bang out spaghetti. Like you know when you get to customs or security <laughs> at an airport and they tell you you have to pour out all the liquids in any vessels you have. He had to bang spaghetti out of a yeti in the fucking Dominican airport. It, that was just like that was the fucking icing on the cake of what was truly a fucking hazy three days but oh, boy it was uh it was something josh you ended up coming back richer than you left oh very well on the roulette table yeah dude that that goes towards the honey fund like man it was uh i uh i i what was crazy about it was that the the entire board was black and i hit all of those blacks and it felt like us in detroit like it was like you yes. could not you could not lose and then the yeah. one time i'm like no i'm not feeling black i'm gonna go red i switch it over to red and then red hits just yes. once just once you hit like what was great you hit black like seven times in a row and then just the one that you changed yeah the one red incredible. and then i'm like An no leader. i'm not feeling red anymore i'm done and then yeah. go back to black go back to black back to black another five in a row and then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they were yeah. they were they they had eyes on me after that they're just yeah like, they're luck. you can see like guy. the management coming out with their arms crossed they're just like kind of staring <laughs> the at pit us bosses? and they're like mm. <laughs> the pit boss at the dominican at the dominican resort where if you win eight hundred dollars you're about to bankrupt it they're like fuck yeah and any more money <laughs> we gotta shut this down quick <laughs> we're hey, running out I of money up, i ended up up a few hundred leaving but i hit a double zero like a fucking moron that yeah, was that did. was ridiculous i was like i'm like i don't know fuck but it yo, there were there were a couple boys that actually hit double zeros yeah ryan doobie like, did too just like, dumb bats this is the ryan state doobie. we were in in dominican we're throwing ryan doobie on, on his like zero. dollar God, 50 bet but like <laughs> hit on a double zero i was like, oh, provoking the, the people oh, yeah, at the table though that was the crazy thing because I kept quoting, I think you should leave. I'm like, you sure about that? You sure about that? I'm done. Do what you want. And then they're they're just like, who is this guy? And why is he hitting 
so many times in a row. I'm like, I was expecting to get escorted out of there, but it was you guys that did a thank you letter. I'm done. Oh man, it was yeah, yeah, a trip to remember and to forget as well. I guess because I don't really remember fucking much of it. I the only thing the only thing I do remember is is just the the poons that I had after that. If you know what I mean, Jesus Christ, that was. Uh, uh, Boys uh, needed some some recovery there, but um, <laughs> took a day off work. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I was truly done. Fuck. Oh man, good I times. I made boys. it out scotch free, boys. I thought I did. Made it. Yeah. Made it home, and then it was just like couldn't have been sooner after walking in the door. Hey yo, I didn't. I didn't puke at all though. I didn't puke. Which no, I no. I, I, mean, I thought I was no. gonna chuff there for a minute, but uh, chuff. <laughs> didn't do it i like that oh all right here we are though here we are we're back though uh in case you guys were worried we made it back alive um it just needed uh we just need a little bit of time to recoup. yeah we didn't there. come back right away and record yeah we actually we just... we, we got we yeah our flights were delayed by three weeks uh <laughs> we're just making it back now uh, <laughs> oh man uh but but you know we uh we have missed quite a lot, um, especially when it comes to uh, Toronto sports. Um, this week, we're actually going to we're going to break down some of the things that we have uh, missed some coverage on, and that is uh, beginning with the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, the decision to move forward uh, with uh, our new GM, Mister Tree Living, um, which is one of the things I want to start off with. We're going to cover uh, just the the Leafs' new uh, GM. Uh, we're going to talk about Doan. We're going to talk about uh, the the um, decision to keep Sheldon Keith as well, um, and then what that kind of looks like for our season to move forward uh, uh, into 2023 and 2024. Um, but that's why we we need to have our boy Brad on here, uh, chat some leaps here. Uh, let's let's just start off with like, hey, let's start off with Brad. Well, we won't even venture off into Doan yet, but let's start off with Brad Tree Living and uh, and what your thoughts are on that decision. Um, maybe even before we jump into uh, giving Brad the call, um, were you surprised that we parted ways with Dubas? Um, give me your thoughts on that, Brad. Uh, I don't know. There, after after coming off the high of of obviously getting through a series and then not showing up against Florida. I mean, lots of one goal games, but the boys were just falling short out there. You knew that even though you had that success, it still felt like a failure after that, uh, a little let down. I think that something had to happen. Um, didn't know where that, what, at what level that was going to be at, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you talk, you just touched on keeping Keith. Didn't know if it was going to be, you know, get, get a whole new back office and a new guy on the bench there. But um, I mean, yeah. Dubis walking, it was kind of just like, I thought it could happen. I think he did a, just saying I think he did a great job with the Leafs to be completely honest he made moves this year that I mean like he put them in position to do what they needed to do and unfortunately it didn't happen but I think additions late in the series like or late in the season sorry um like O'Reilly and just things he did leading leading up to this uh to this playoffs it you know it was great I think he did a good job no, absolutely. And I think we were just uh, we were disappointed when we saw Dubas, you know, leave and the, the way that that all ended. Um, I don't know, Jesse, like like now now that we have 
moved on and we ended up appointing Bradtree Living as the uh, as the new GM of the Leafs. What are your thoughts on that? Because I know for me, like I was a little like, eh, it's like it's kind of the best that, that's out there right now based on that sort of uh, shift that just happened within a week. Um, so are you happy uh, now with uh, with our current GM? Yeah, I mean, I think I like I don't know how much of that was planned. Like, I feel like that was kind of just a spur of the moment decision, which is odd considering they had been planning an extension for the last year. It just seems yeah. kind of strange to me. Um, but like you said, you know, once you do that, it's like, okay, well, you have to get the best guy available and that's, he's the best guy available. Right. So you're, you're just working with what you got. Right. And it's just another guy that hasn't made it out of the second round, you know, and it's like, is it going to be more of the same? Is it, uh, he, I mean, he has a, a knack for signing guys to long-term big money deals. Right. So, um, is he going to do a good job locking up our pending free agents and stuff like that? Right. Cause I mean, you got to give Dubas full credit for basically being handcuffed. Like, I mean, I know he signed those deals to the core four, but ever since that day, with an unexpected pandemic hitting and the cap not going up, he's been handcuffed. And I think he's done a tremendous job, like you said, of mm -hmm. just tinkering around the edges and doing what you can with the money available. He's, he was constantly changing the bottom six and swapping guys out. And they always did a good job. Like they were always effective. I mean, you're not going to hit every time, but I think for the most part, he did a great job with that um so i'm just really interested to see what brad does with austin and uh nylander and if he moves anybody and how the draft goes like i think i think the next like two three weeks are gonna be very very telling of uh you know what he does in the future yeah i mean i i got like i think again that it is it's it's a it was just a little a little underwhelming to see i mean like this is the gm that that we brought in and it it, it did feel like a you know sort of off the cusp sort of move but at the same time like he is he is a seasoned vet when it comes to it like we have some experience that's coming in but in in a sort of sense it does almost feel like he is sort of just the puppet at this point and they and which is why they brought in Shane Doan and I feel like you know instead of Dubas and Spezza now we have Tree Living and Doan and you know especially when bringing in Doan that does seem a lot like you know when it comes to uh specifically and let's just address the elephant in the room is just trying to keep Austin Matthews um and I think that's I think that's the the direction because that was that was the first thing that he did and it was immediate as well um, let's, let's talk a little bit about Shane Doan and that relationship with Brad Trilliving, um, and, and what that actually means for the Maple Leafs here. Uh, I think, yeah, him coming in as a special advisor. I mean, that's so obviously like not to, um, not to discount, um, 
Shane Doan's work. I mean, in Arizona, he was the chief chief uh, development of hockey or mm-hmm. development officer of hockey. Um, obviously, Arizona is a little bit of a dumpster fire right now, but I could see how someone who was a player in the league and obviously is uh, is active in like the the back office roles in the NHL would want to move to a team like Toronto where there's going to be success. But yeah, do I think that he's brought in because of his relationship with Austin Matthews and the Arizona connection and everything like it's a hard, uh, hard thing not to address. I mean, it's kind of glaring. Um, Brad Trilliving coming in, I think like, I don't know. Yeah. He's a puppet until like, or you feel like he's just the guy that we went out and got. Um, And I think, Sometimes with uh, with a shakeup like that after four or five, what should have been in a lot of people's eyes better years, um, it's easy to to feel like that until he does something, you know, until he signs a Matthews. Obviously, that's like he comes in. That's 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 where the focus has to be right now is on an extension that's going to make sense for the Leafs. Um, and then he's got a lot of other things to deal with too. So it's kind of like trial by fire. You know, this isn't, it, it's almost easier to, to go to a team like Arizona, take that over and try to do something because no one's going to blame you too much if it fails. But walking into a situation that's as, uh, as active as the Leafs are, it's, that's, I feel for the guy for sure. It's not easy. No, no, it's it's definitely not going to be easy. And especially like as soon as he comes in, I feel like a lot of Toronto media is, is thinking like, oh, he's the Matthews whisperer. Like he, they've they've had a relationship for quite some time. Apparently, Matthews like and don't like don't been skating with him since he since Matthews was like 16. Yeah. Um, and there's been there's definitely been a, a huge relationship for that. And he feels like he's like, oh, OK, yes, there's a lot more for me to be able to offer to this team. Um, you know, other than me just being that guy to try and help sign him and keep him here for a long-term period so mm-hmm. i mean i don't know do you, jesse do you think that like this will help do you think that's what he's there for or do you actually see him having more of a pivotal role um because i know that you're really high on on Doan when it comes to this yeah i mean like you you look at him as a player and he only ever played for one team and i think he brings that kind of loyalty and like almost like a father figure like I know he doesn't need to be that but I -hmm. I think that is a clear message by bringing him in and like it doesn't hurt you know like I loved Spezza but you know Spezza is just obviously going to follow Dubas wherever he goes and yeah you gotta you gotta bring in a guy that Austin has a relationship with you know just you got to do everything you can. And, you know, as a new GM, like you have no relationship with this player. So it's, it's just a, yeah, it's like, it's just an advantage that you can have in your arsenal. Right. Totally. I feel like it's just one more thing to add to the pile of re like Matthews has said he, he's like, he's said in the recent past that he like loves playing in Toronto wants to play there. I think that they all like most guys say that unless they're obviously very clearly unhappy somewhere. Uh, But you're just bringing, like you said, you just have this new GM who doesn't have a relationship with the guy. You gotta, you gotta show that you're making an attempt to make him feel comfortable and, and, you know, get him to, to put pen to paper here. Like, yeah. Well, when you, 
when you really think about it, what are what are his other options? Obviously, like like there's going to be so many different. Anybody in the league is going to want him, obviously. But like yeah. when you think about it, and you put yourself in Austin Matthews shoes. Like, what are your other destinations that are going to be top three for you, other than staying in Toronto? Yeah, I don't know. It would like, be after what market because you you can't go back to Arizona because Arizona might not be there for for yeah. for that opportunity. Like yeah, it, no, it could be that could be workout city the parking lot. So yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Arizona's got the cap space. They're they're barely hitting the floor, so <laughs> they can afford. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They can afford it, but yeah, you know, it, it would definitely be like a bro. The stadium I was sort of watching Shania right? is bigger than than where <clears throat> fucking the Arizona Coyotes play. So oh, it's like it's by far. It's yeah. it's nuts. Um, but like really, I mean, if 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 you think like, do you think he's a big market kind of guy? Like, if he isn't going to stay with Toronto where would he go would what, are, what is going to be a good fit would, would maybe the kings would you think maybe the like the la kings or the the rangers i don't know but they they got too much on the books themselves so like yeah i, I mean then the kings just moved cal peterson to clear up six million because they're they're strapped and i'm pretty sure sure that the rangers are are tight yeah, too so yeah i i yeah, but I mean, if if it's even a a possibility, you you're gonna make the moves to to free up that space, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but if you're if you're Austin, like obviously you're looking at the cap situation and you're like, why would I sign max term in Toronto? You know, I th- I th- personally think it's gonna be another short deal. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but what what is that? What does that ticket kind of look like? Uh, fuck, no idea, man. Uh, I mean, probably like in between three to five years, I would say. Yeah, as for the, the money term, I don't know. A three-year, I think it's gonna if if he signs right now, it's gonna be like a three-year extension. Yeah, and. But it kind of like I feel like it'll even the playing field too. I feel like there's lots of big names around the league that might, you know, be at an age where that's the best option to sign into something bigger, you know, and look for success. I mean, like shit, like so he goes to LA. I mean, LA was a great surprise this past season, but mm-hmm. um, well, maybe not quite like a surprise, but they had a great run and he could he could really change an environment like that, but do you want to see this thing through and try to do what they've been trying to do for the past, you know, five seasons, six seasons? Like, yeah, it's hard to say, hard to say what's in the mind of the player versus, uh, you know, on paper. So, yeah, I mean, like it's, it's a huge question mark, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. There, I was going to say he might set the precedent for like guys, his age and contracts moving forward. Absolutely. For these, these types of deals, like just do, doing more like NBA style deals where it's, you know, five yeah. years, right? Instead of the eight year, the eight year deal is like a very hockey thing. Yeah. Where you like yeah, you do it with the team that drafted you and you're you're there for your prime and that's yeah. it. But I I feel like if there's he, hockey and there's if baseball he does it as like insane amounts. Of yeah. Energy. Right. Right. Yeah. Baseball's got the way more money when it comes to giving like shelling out oh, those insane contracts so yeah the eight-year deal it, it's 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 kind of insane when you really think about it it is, is yeah 
So, so I don't know. I, I feel like if he if he goes that route, like I feel like a lot of people are gonna look at that and be like, I wanna do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like none of yeah. these like those New Jersey deals that, that just went through the yes were brought and Jack Hughes, like those guys are locked up on bargain deals for their whole career, basically, you know, like yeah. I'm sure guys like that are gonna look at that and be like, shit, you know, maybe I yeah. should have uh Maybe I should have just done a short term, like even half that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, now that we're talking, now we're talking question marks when it comes to, you know, the future of some of our players. And even when it comes to the big four, what, what, what does the rest of our off season kind of look like? What's going on with, uh, with old willy nilly and, and, you know, like I, I, I bird i i know that you would love to see martyr go i know you would um so like you know, like, like what's you're a fan of that too i would that? Keep, right now after the postseason performances i don't know how you can want to keep martyr if it's if we're talking like a martyr or willie goes i'm keeping willie like that's yeah not, it's not yeah, even a, yeah. Not a conversation well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: is that like, I mean, Mar- Martyr's stock plummeted a bit there. Like, it was, it was not good. I, like, yeah, it plummets I, 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 every year. It's every yeah, year. It's fucking time. invisible. Yeah, every, invisible. every every off season, like the amount of hate he gets is insane. And it's like, well, why is that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not just <laughs> there. No, it's not made up. You so just you just have to watch the games and you see it. Like, oh yeah dude turnover machine too like it's uh, it's it's insane um just does too you're, much. you're playing chell gm what 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 do you what do you do what do you do here what's the ticket look like for willie then and 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 what do you do with marner i don't know i would do uh, to me it's hard if you keep keith so they kept keith they kept keith i think that's good call uh, good call by the way that's a look too i I agree. I, I tend to err on the side of this is a good call. The guy is it he's a regular the, season stud. Like he yeah, knows how to win. Games. Like 60, 68.7, like six eight seven win percentage with the team um in his four seasons there. And it's like like how can you argue that? The, I don't feel like he got like guys show up in the playoffs. This is a player thing. Keeping him provides stability for the players that you're trying to live up to the potential that this team could have. I think that there's like a couple fringe or not even fringe things, just things that I would do in the offseason. I think they need to obviously the Matt Murray situation, like Murray's got to get off the books. I think that's a buyout regardless of what they can get for him, like, or if yeah. they can get something from great. But with Joseph Wall coming up and showing that he can play minutes and he can play big minutes and be an NHL backup, I, I think he's the odd man out. I don't even like he Murray. We Samsonov is staying. Murray played ten games this season, not even ten games that he played ten. I don't know, but hurt. <laughs> he just can't. He can't do it, and he's riding four point six mil into the twenty four twenty five season, and. Or no, 6.4. 6.4. And it's going to cost us like two and a half over the next seasons to buy him out. Like, save the cap space. Get rid of the dead weight. 
Yeah, man, the guy's tafe. Like he's just he's just not available at all. Yeah. Like it's I mean, it's it's insane. And Joseph Wall, like they like the guys are high on Joseph Wall, and and for obvious reasons, like he he's definitely stepped up. Uh, some yeah. have said that he is even the most athletic goalie that the Leafs have, and that's like you know. <laughs> They see a lot of split time between Samsonov and Wall when it comes to when it comes to the next season. So, I, uh, I yeah, Murray, get get rid of him. I mean, that's yeah, that's not a hot take. I'm I'm sure no. everyone's on the same no. page yeah, there. Yeah, it's but... there's yeah, not not at all. And um, then I yeah. think they need to add some size, and uh, I think they just need to like kind of round out the defense. I think player like a player like TJ Brody could be gone. Um. A defensive guy who doesn't really seem to fit the play. He just like I don't know. I wasn't super impressed with him this year in the playoffs or the regular season. I feel like there's some like good dudes out there who are like free agents this year too. Um, that the Leafs could add some physical presence, some power, or some penalty killing, mm-hmm. like uh Susie uh for the Kraken is a free agent. I think that oh. could be one. Um there's some Ryan, cheese Ryan rumors. Graves. Ryan Graves is nice. Ryan Graves is out there. Oh yeah. Um, you know, just do uh, guys who I think can play the physical physical hockey, but are going to be able to like keep, stay in there with the with the Leafs program. What do you guys feel? Is it, this is just I was like thinking about their defense and who to keep, who to try to shop for. How, how do you guys feel about Luke Shen? Oh my Love god. It. Yeah, okay. I'm glad I keep, uh, yeah. I want to see him starting out there with Riley next season. The guy was, uh, the guy was yeah, great. Dog. Oh, so man. simple hockey. The dude is just the epitome of textbook. Love it. It's what oh, he yeah, man. That was you know, it's so great to see him come back to the squad as oh, well. Oh man, it's fucking like, awesome. Dude, it was yeah, uh, absolutely key. <laughs> yeah, man. Keep keep him. That that is uh okay, cool. uh, definitely a great acquisition that we made. Um the to, to bring him back as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree all around. Um, I, I, I do like keeping Sheldon Keefe, uh, back here as well. Give him the option. Um, you know, if, if, if it doesn't work out with him, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they're going to make that move, uh, before things start spiraling. I mean, like, it seems like everyone still is like, like Sheldon Keefe definitely is in the hot seat. Um, but then again, like I mentioned, he has been really good um, throughout the regular season. And so I, I didn't really see, I was really hoping I'm like, oh man, don't just can him because he's Dubas's guy as well. Um, I'm, I'm really glad that they gave him, uh, that they're giving him another chance. And, um, you know, all in all, I, for me, I've, I've been a bit conflicted just in this off season because I know, I know we lost, uh, pretty pretty poorly to florida panthers it was uh it was not good you know 4-1 loss gentleman sweep you hate to see it uh but when when florida goes on and and then faces the Car- carolina hurricanes and um carolina ab- goes through an absolute buzzsaw which is the panthers and they get embarrassed by the panthers the way that they did and the Panthers go off into the go 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 obviously into the Stanley Cup Finals, and then lose to, to the Vegas Knights in five as well. Um, it's just like who I, I really don't feel as bad. I'm glad that we made it past that we got the monkey off our back with with the Lightning. I'm really not as sad as as other people are, um, as other fans are. I, I think 
I think there was a lot of progression that was made, um, even though we didn't really play the best when it came to that series against the Bolts. But yeah, I, I really don't feel as bad losing to the Panthers because they were they were on one for a bit, and then they ran into their own buzzsaw, which was the Golden Knights. So at the end of the day, I'm I am really excited to see you know a lot of the changes that have happened in this offseason, see how they pan out as well when it comes to our head office. And uh, yeah, I I don't know, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm I feel pretty content. I feel good. I feel like I feel like we're going to make the right decisions uh, when it comes to who we keep and um, the direction this this team is heading in. And and you know, ultimately, I'm not too worried about losing Austin Matthews. I, I definitely think we're going to be able to retain him. Yeah, I think so too. I don't, he's he's not going anywhere, fellas. Like, I'll just say that. Be real, man. It's just how long is he going to stay here for? That's the question, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, as for the season, I mean, of course, you got to feel great about getting the monkey off your back, getting through the first round. But then it's just like coming off that that in the inconsistency and not showing up just crept back in. It's what you, it's what you come to expect as a Leafs fan season. Not expect, but you just know it's the possibility is there. And to see them not even, you know, if they would have made it more of a series, I feel like, um, I feel like maybe I'd, it wouldn't have left this like bitter taste in my mouth, a little bit of a bitter taste, like seasons of success, but it's just this, it was kind of like the same old bullshit. It, just in another yeah. Round. Yeah. Um, there were I some mean, close games know, that they lost. There were just, some close I games. I know what they they're all just... they're one goal games. I, I could go either way, but it didn't, it just like, again, obviously Florida playing very inspired hockey in the second round, um, like coming off that win against Boston, obviously you're going to be flying high and you're flying straight into the series with, with the Leafs. It's that's going to be uh, a hard, a hard role to stop. Um, and the Leafs just couldn't get mm-hmm. it done. Um, yeah, I did want to, is there anyone that you guys just, uh, I was thinking about this with Sheldon Keefe. Is there anyone that you guys thought that they should have maybe taken a look at? Cause one name that comes to my mind is Peter Laviolette. Um, the guy's one of, I feel like one of the best coaches in the, like, like lineage, best coaches in the league. I just thought that that would have been the only person I'd be looking at this or that I would have been looking at had they not made the decision, obviously keep Keith, but um, I, I did feel really like there wasn't going to be an option for the head coach. I didn't feel like they were going to completely clean house because right. nobody ever does that right away. Yeah. Like it was so like a GM or if you're a GM. doing GM and then you're, you're bringing in Doan as well, yeah. you're not, you're not going to fucking boot Keith right out the get go. Like that's, sure. you know, like they're, they're probably going to sit on that. So I felt, you know, after that, that was a, that was a kind of a shock, honestly, uh, yeah. honestly to, to us as well. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think that they were going to completely go bananas and, and <laughs> clean house uh, and do, do all that spring cleaning. So the one guy I looked at, which I think would be a favorite here was Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux. I think he uh, would have been mm-hmm. unreal mm-hmm. here and the fan base would have loved him. And he's got a stellar regular season resume, but also a lot of playoff <laughs> failures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I just think as a guy, he's, yeah, a, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a Toronto yeah. guy. Did he, I think he played for the Leafs. Did he not? I don't know. Boudreaux? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think he maybe did. But anyways, 
that was that was my pick if if there was going to be anybody yeah Yeah. did not think there was going to be much of a change though um especially after that news um yeah well hey you know what here's to here's to the leafs um good season good season We, we we've made we've made some progress uh there's a lot more to be made up as well um so you know to be a, a hopeful Leafs fan, you're here. Baby steps. Step forward. <laughs> that swig was brought to you by Yup Beer. Visit yupbeer.com to find a location near you. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, it's 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 time for DB2 bets. We're gonna wrap this shit up. Uh, I only got one for you right now. We're recording this a bit earlier in the week um, because uh, because we have the NBA draft happening tomorrow, uh, which, uh, which is Thursday we're recording this on a Wednesday here. So we're going to be coming back with you, uh, coming back with an episode to cover the NBA draft and talk about what the Raptors did, whether or not they made any moves or whether or not they, uh, had any sort of, uh, trade ups in the actual draft. We'll be covering that next week. So we decided to keep this leaf centric. Um, so yeah, it being Wednesday, I have no fucking odds for any games that are going on this weekend. Not like there's really much to bet on, but fucking baseball. Uh, you know how much we love betting on baseball. Uh, but the one bet that I do have um, is for uh, a little PGA action for you. I got Scotty Scheffler top five placing at plus 170. Uh, you can find that on the score bet. We have the Travelers Championship happening this weekend. Look, this one's easy. Scotty Scheffler, he's ranked number one. Uh, why the fuck wouldn't he be able to place top five? He usually does uh, most tournaments. So, hey, you know what? Pretty decent odds. Go kick your feet up. Crack a beer. You deserve it. Watch watch a few rounds of golf this weekend. I know I deserve it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. A man is going to yell at me from the other room, but that's fine. That's, that's marriage. Fine. All right? So that's, <laughs> uh, that's that. It is what it is, sweetie. That's what you signed up for. All right? Daddy's worked hard. He's about to fucking kick his feet up for a bit. Uh, yeah. He's going to throw a couple, a couple dimes on uh, Scotty Shuffler. That's what he's going to do. Top five. Why the fuck not? Hey, you know what? That's 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 the episode. That's it. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go yell at Alexa and tell her to throw on the best of uh, Shania Twain right now. It's uh, it's gonna be a time. Um, yeah, that's it. That's Keep that's the, the camera episode. rolling. Sayonara. All right, follow us. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. That's it. Thank you guys yeah. so much, Brad. Yo, my dude. Thank you so much for jumping hey. on with us and chatting some chatting yeah, some always. Starts. Always here for a chat, boys. Thanks oh, for having man. me on. Birdman, you you yeah. look great. You look great tonight. You really baby blues, man. <laughs> Appreciate yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I uh, I gotta go. I gotta go take a cold shower. That's what I'm gonna go do. Adios, guys. <laughs> yeah, you got the See sweats ya. or what? <laughs> Feeling a little sweaty. Cheers, boys. Hey listeners, I'm Christy and I'm Melissa and this is Buried Motives where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back and that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. 
Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.